Do you own a service business? If so, you may want to pay attention. Do you remember why you started that business in the first place? All the time and financial freedom you were going to have with your family and friends? Then you ended up wearing so many different hats in your business and the thought around growing the business means more time at work, less time with family and friends, and more headaches with employees. If that's you, we have the solution. It's a simple formula that works and it starts with structuring your business in a simple way that makes everything else easier. Finding and hiring the right people that actually help you grow the business and helping you implement the key things to make your whole team more efficient and effective. This is the Pivot Ready Business System by Birdflow. We've helped hundreds of small service businesses grow and become highly successful. Elevate your opportunities, profits, and time freedom. Visit www.bergflow.com slash podcast to claim your free video to learn more. You're just minutes away from learning how to transform your service business in your life. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is John with the Under Pressure Podcast. Welcome back. Uh, you know what we do here, discuss all things business and under pressure. Um, so glad to be back. Took a break. <clears throat> Had a lot of stuff going on. So there was a lot of traveling, the PWNA conference. Um, we had some other business stuff that we did. We were doing with Birdflow uh, with some really cool adventure stuff. So yeah, uh, so glad to be back and get you guys back in uh, to some scheduled and uh, much needed podcasting. So uh, always something I enjoy. It's going to be me today. And um, yeah, just first, I want to say like for those that went to the PWNA, um, I hope you enjoyed, like I spoke there. I hope you enjoyed that. I know I, I had a good time. Uh, there were a lot of classes, a lot of good information. So yeah, no, it, was, it was really cool. And I got to see some of the people that listen uh, that responded <clears throat> and wanted uh, some tickets and stuff like that. So it was great. It was great. It was a good time. And uh, you can always uh, make sure you tell people about that to spread the word about, uh, you know, any of those conferences, especially like PWNA, IWCA. There are a ton of conferences that people uh, that you can go to depending on your service business, obviously. Um, but there's, there's so much learning and so much involvement in all of that. You can pick up a lot of great, uh, not only great items, great tools. They always have like the shows with all the equipment, uh, but also just, just the classes, the informative, whether it's a hands-on class or it's about business strategy or it, uh, marketing, whatever it is. Um, just, just some great stuff. So, uh, thanks for the positive response and all that, and uh, thanks to PWNA for that. So today, I want to talk about. I want to talk about um, since there's so many business owners that listen, and as I'm coming to find it, I mentioned there are so many people wanting to start a service business, and I get a lot of listeners from that. So welcome all of y'all, and thank you so much for listening. Um, and you may be like, man, I'm just turning into this because I'm bored and I've got to drive. Hey, I'm still glad you're here. <laughs> Hopefully you can gain some, uh, some information here. Uh, today I want to talk about, um, and, and kind of get straight into teams. 
So if you're a business owner, you're thinking of opening a business or for that matter, you're a part, you're a player in the business. You're a part of a team, right? Uh, in a business. So teams are, are pretty important. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about um, uh, the team. Team is, is like your backbone. Team in a business means everything. And the ones who will help you succeed, you know, th there are going to be ones. ones. Some are going to help you succeed. Some are going to struggle. Um, and, and it really depends on a lot of different things, you know, like, do you have the, the right person in the right place? I know like bird flow has a saying and it's RP, RP, RN, right person, right place with the right motivation. Uh, and that's exactly right. If, you know, <laughs> you can have some really amazing, talented people in the wrong places and just, they're not being utilized as they should be. And no one knows that until a time period goes on. Right. So um, everything can look great on paper and everything can, can kind of come into play, uh, as far as during an interview and everything's wonderful, but they may not even know that they may not be a good fit for that. So, uh, first of all, I want you to think about, uh, as if you've ha have a business or, you know, a business owner, you're working for someone, um, most business owners, they start out they're one man show, right? You, you start your power washing, window cleaning, your maid service, um, you know, what, whatever it looks like, flooring, remodeling. It doesn't, it doesn't matter many times, unless there's like a family member involved, it's usually like a one man show. Now, some of you may have taken this over from like family, maybe it's a family business. That's all right. You're still taking it over, but somebody started that and it was probably a one person, two person show. Um, and, and that's, you know, there's not much team there. Uh, so you had to do everything on your own or that person had to do everything on their own from content creation to, to client management um, to the actual work in and of itself. Uh, whatever that looked like, going out and boots to the ground and doing the back end, the books, all of that was managed by pretty much one person, you as an owner or the owner of the company. And as time goes on, you build clients and, and there's a necessity, obviously, to begin hiring and which is a good thing. Like you're bringing in more money, you're bringing in more revenue, you're getting more clients, business is picking up. And at some point you've got to hire. So you begin to build your team. That person begins to build their team and you know, they're just spread too thin. So the business is going to suffer if, if you don't pull them in and, and that's a good problem to have. So thinking about that, understanding the importance of, of how to build a strong team or why it's important to have a team, a good team rather than just warm blooded bodies. Right. Um, it's not just about hiring anyone. It's not just about a pulse and, you know, being able to move around or whatever. Um, it's, it's about finding people that can share your vision and values, um, that are going to bring and provide something good for the culture. Uh, now you have to do all that as well, right? You can't just bring people on as an owner or 
as an entrepreneur and, and, and then just like disappear. And, and if you're not in it, then that's going to feed the vibe. So it's, it, that's why you call it a team because you're a part of it, regardless of whether you're the owner or just in working for the company, it is a team. So if you don't get those right people in the right places, um, with the same values and who don't buy into what you're doing or you don't, maybe you say it, but you don't live it and you don't project it and you don't, you're absentee or, you, you know, your mind and your heart somewhere else, then that's going to reflect. So there, there's a lot of moving parts to that. And that's why it's so important to understand and know, like, have I made, you know, the vision clear for the company? Are people bought in on it? Have I, did I even mention things like that? Do we have a culture? What kind of culture is it? Uh, this is all stuff that, you know, comes into play when, when we're talking about your business team and that's why your team is so vital and, and a few reasons why. So number one, they bring like your team is going to bring a, a diverse skills to the table. All right. So if you began a business, then you're, you're operating. There are so many talents that you have. And I, I can tell you right now, guys, uh, ladies, there's a lot of business owners out there and they're like, well, nobody can do this better than me. So I'm going to try to wear all these hats and do all these things. And I'll just tell you, there may be some of that may be true in your company uh, because you're so good at certain things, but I can reassure you, there's going to be some things that, if you really let go of the reins or you listen and you encourage it and you help train um, and you've got the right person in a role, they're going to run with that. And uh, all you've got to do is keep feeding them and they're going to, they're probably going to do something better than you. And that's okay. It's okay to like, let go of ego a little bit and go, you know what? Um, I'm going to let them handle this. Uh, I'm going to be here. And I'm going to support them. And I'm, if they need something, I'm going to provide it for them. But they're better at this than I am. Or I just don't want the energy. I don't want to put the energy in this. Even though I'm pretty decent at it, it's not my thing. Uh, I'm going to let them do that. So that that's the whole purpose. So don't let your ego get in the way. Right? They're bringing your team needs to be diverse. There needs to be a lot of different uh, skill sets brought to the table as you're building your team. And obviously, you know, you build one, well, or you hire one person, it's you and one person. And so between the two of you, you have the skills that are there. And then three, now you're adding skills. So it just keeps building. Your team can cover areas where you might not excel. You know, so for example, if you're a great motivator, but Maybe not so tech savvy, like you can motivate your team, you can motivate people, but maybe you're not tech savvy. Having someone who can excel in the technical side of things can be a great game changer for your company, for you. Um, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you're really good at the tech side. Maybe it's, maybe you're good with books or maybe you're good behind the scenes. Uh, you're good with your vision and, and like going out and reaching and making contacts, but you're not good at all these other things or, or they just don't energize you. Uh, so you, doing them 
isn't the best focus of your time because you're, you don't want to. <laughs> Sometimes that's the case, right? So let somebody do that. Put somebody in that position that, that is going to be energized by it and, and that will be fed by it and in turn will feed and, and, and push uh, things forward for you. So that's one and two, good team. Uh, and, and hear me out, like you may be a, this person on this team hearing this. Um, the, the good team and they're going to provide support. So running as, and operating a service business can be any business for that matter, emotionally, mentally, very taxing. And, and having a team uh, sharing ideas and with you, you can share it with them and, and they can provide emotional support, mental support uh, is invaluable. You know, being able to bounce ideas and, and they can do it the same for you because it's got to be reciprocated to some extent, right? If, if you hire great people and you never listen to them, you don't listen to your team, they, they give you ideas that bring stuff to the table um, based on what they're seeing and you just blow them off and say, nah, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Well, well, you're just, you're cutting the legs out from underneath them. So that's another important aspect of it. Uh, they're there to provide support, but also you have to do that on the backside as well for your team members and, and for the success. Um, but it's invaluable when that relationship begins to happen there uh, and it's reciprocated, make a big difference. So three, a, a great team can help you scale, right? As, as your business grows, you, you're going to need more hands. We've talked about that. That's a no brainer. You're going to have to hire more people from basic techs out in the field doing the physical things that make you money. Um, you're going to need people doing marketing and growth. You're going to need people doing your operations of your company as far as like the cogs and the systems and, um, you know, HR and all of these things. So all of these people, as you, as your company grows and builds your, your team allows you to take on more clients and expand your services and ultimately increase your revenue. And, and that's, I know that seems you're like, duh. Yeah. But it, you have to, Think about it this way. If you're just putting warm bodies in there, you're not providing the support to them or you've just given it a shot because it's, you know, it, it simply is a <laughs> warm body uh, that may be, be a fantastic person and have a lot of good skills, but if you put them in the wrong place, then there's a problem, right? So getting it lined out correctly and doing one, you know, accepting the skills that they can bring to the table in the right place and, and the support that you can provide and they can provide. And then that combined is going to help you scale out, right? Scaling out longer term and building and growing and um, doing it correctly. So how do you build a strong team? Like where do you find them? 
people I hear so many business owners talking about like, I can't find good people or I can't find uh, people that want a job or, you know, whatever it is, there's, there's lots of things <laughs> business owners say about that. And it, and it can be tough, but there are a lot of people out there who are looking for a good job and they're looking for opportunity and they've got the talent and the know-how. It's really just doing it properly. So how do you, how do you build the team? How do you find them? So first of all, define your mission and values. Anytime anyone is seriously going out looking and, or, or maybe they're not even looking, maybe you recruit them from somewhere, which is totally fine. I know some of you are like, no, nah, don't be taking my people. <laughs> but here, here's the facts. Like sometimes it's okay. Like if you see somebody doing something excellent somewhere, then maybe they're not in your company. Now, I'm not suggesting you're snooping around intentionally on people's, you know, employees trying to rob them. But, you know, if you're somewhere and somebody's doing an outstanding job, you recognize it, then start, start your recruiting process. Um, be able to recognize that kind of thing. Right. But, you have to have a clear mission and values. And I know like with Berkflow, one of the things is mission, vision, values, and culture. So your team should align with, with your business's core principles and those values. Um, if you bring people in and you, you know, you don't mention these things or they don't know anything about your values and culture, um, and then you start to find out maybe there's not a good alignment. Maybe, maybe it is complete opposite. It doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't mean that um, they can't bring value to somebody else's company. But if they don't align with yours, then it's going to create friction and problems. Uh, so creating those things ahead of time, knowing as early as possible. So the moment you begin hiring, the moment you start bringing people on, or if you haven't done it yet, there's always a chance. Like you can, you can do that. Now you got two, three, five, ten 10 employees. You can still create your mission, vision, values, and culture and start implementing those things. But the earlier you can do it, the better, because right off the bat, the moment you start bringing people in, they know what that is. And it could, you know, over time, some of those things could morph as you learn more about yourself and more about your business and more about, about simply being a boss and being the owner of a company. Cause you know, we all know, like you can, you can own a business and really just be self-employed cause it's just you, right? You've just created a job for yourself, which is totally fine. Um, or you can be more of the CEO, more of the owner role where you have a lot of employees and, and there's a, a lot of responsibility that comes with that, you know? So when everyone's on the same page, like I said, it's so much easier to work together cohesively. Um, so get that clear right from the beginning. So that's, that's one, that's the first thing you got to do so that you can present that as you're trying to build your team and bringing people on. So two, like, Hire for attitude to some degree, right? Now, there's a lot that goes into some of that because you can train people with skills. Depending on the job, you can train for skills. Um, there are some that you're probably going to want. There are certain things that 
people can do and they have an inclination to naturally. There are some people who don't do sales. Okay. They don't, they don't want to do it. It's not, it's not their thing. It's not their personality time. There are some people who do not want to be behind the scenes, head down and doing operations. Um, it's not energizing for them. They don't like it. They may be capable and you could train them to do it. But if it's not, if they're not wired and that, and that energizes them and they enjoy it, then you're going to have to replace that person at some point anyway. So those are things to think about, but hire for attitude and train for skills. Look, look for team members who share your enthusiasm and willingness to learn, right? That's another thing. Like, are they willing to learn, especially when you start talking about leadership roles? Um, but anyone got to be willing to learn. If right off the bat, you know, you see these things coming up in the interview process or whatever, like, eh, I'm not really a reader. I don't really do this. I don't, I don't care about that. Um, they have zero desire to learn anything then that's a clue and uh, it's going to be hard, you know, <laughs> for anyone to train them there, you know, are they coachable? Are they, are they teachable? Skills can be developed, but attitudes often like innate and have it just simply having a positive attitude can, can really make a big difference in a lot of roles. Um, and, and when it comes to like your tech, especially like your tech side of things, if you can get a great attitude, um, someone who, who really, uh, lifts the team and agrees with your mission, vision, values, and culture and things like that. And then like train them, get them really well-trained, spend the time and energy to do it and invest in them. You know, that like, is a recipe for a great employee. Um, step three, you know, foster a positive work culture. And I just talked about uh, mainly mission and values, but mission, vision, values, and culture. A happy team is a productive team. Okay. And if you encourage like open communication and celebrate success and, and address issues promptly and you're there for them, like you're present, you're involved in your company or whoever's running your company is involved. Uh, and, always looking to push the team and work together with and, and actually invested in it uh, and not distracted by other things, you know, that's creating a good culture. Um, you're probably going to notice like if those things are happening, whoever's leading that company, whether it's you or CEO or someone else, and, th and this can happen in divisions as well. Uh, you'll see, you can't hardly keep people. Um, and, and that's a leadership problem, right? If people are, are bailing right and left or um, you're not in, in it, uh, you're distracted as a leader, then the, what makes you think they're going to be in it? Why would they be involved in that or, or care, you know? Um, so, and, and that's, that's, a, that's a tough balance. It's hard to kind of, you know, reflect on sometimes. So a happy team, like I said, is a productive team and it's not always going to be, you know, cakes and ice cream and, and 
happy times. There's still going to be tough stuff. There's still going to be hard work and all that stuff, but, um, being present and being attentive and creating a great culture and then recognizing as quickly as possible when you've been maybe even fooled, like bringing someone in who doesn't have, uh, maybe they bring in like toxic and make the culture toxic because of, of their attitude. So being able to recognize that. And then also invest in professional development. Um, if you're bringing people in and, you know, you, you want them to perform, you, you yourself as an owner, especially, um, you should be trying to learn and grow. You know, think about coaches. Think about uh, having someone that you can bounce ideas and stuff because we don't know it all. And the the saying that I honestly always annoys me, but it's very true. You don't know what you don't know. So go find it out. And you'll find that there's a lot you don't know. You think you know it all. I've been doing this, even if you've been doing it 20, 30 years. But trust me, there are things you don't know. And for those of you like shaking your head and that's BS and I don't need to hear this. Well, that is directly applying to you uh, because you've got to be open-minded and you've got to be willing to develop yourself, but you also have to invest in your team and get them development, help your team members grow in their roles by providing opportunities and training and skill building, right? Uh, sending them to conferences and where they can go to classes and they can be attentive and uh, trainings and making sure that's done properly, like the onboarding and the training process as, as it comes in. Because if you're just you hire somebody, you throw them in um, and that's that. Like, but you, you can't really complain if they're, you know, they're, they're not growing. They're not building anything because what have you done? Right. So you've got to build them up. You've got to give them and help them feed their skills and make sure that they're trained properly from the beginning and follow steps for that onboarding and training process. And it's good to follow through with that. Um, there's a lot of good intentions and I get it. Like, especially when business is busy, which is a good thing, but you know, it's like, well, we'll, you know, we'll train you. It'll be fine. You'll, you'll learn as we go. And, uh, and then things get pushed to the side and, you know, people are so busy and they're running around and, you know, months go by and it's like, Hey, why didn't you do this? Like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't trained to do that. I don't, you know, I didn't walk in here with that skill or, or whatever that is. And, and then you're like, what do you mean you weren't trained? Oh, wait. Yeah, we kind of skipped over that because we're so busy. Yeah, it's a problem, right? And it could create a problem. So, and then just continually, like, maintain, like, continue growing. Because the more you can expand and grow your teams and yourself, the bigger your business is going to get. Uh, if you're not expanding your teams and yourselves mentally, you know, whatever training and, and learning and growing, then you, your team and your business are probably going to stay in the same place and you, they can't expect them to go 
in that direction when they don't, they don't know how to handle something bigger because they've gotten no training or they don't know how to do it or they're unsure um, or they, they've got no motivation because there's nothing there to motivate them. So help them grow in the roles by providing opportunity and, and training and make sure they have the skills they need. Right. Another step, uh, lead by example. Okay. As the business owner, your behavior sets the tone. Uh, be the kind of leader you want your team to emulate. And, you know, that's a big responsibility and that's a lot. It's not always easy um, because you just want them to do the work, right? Just, just do the work. They need to do a job, do the, do the work. But if that's your attitude and that's how you're showing up, or maybe you're not showing up at all um, as a leader, uh, if you're not in it, then they're probably not going to be in it either. And they'll do what they've got to do. Or maybe they, you know, if you're not leading in a certain way, you don't like the one before, if you're not providing the skills, if you haven't, if they haven't gotten the training, you're not taking the time for that, not listening, not giving them the space and hearing what they're communicating, all these things that we just talked about. That's, that's part of you be showing up and being a leader. And if those things aren't happening because you're distracted or uh, you're too busy taking vacations or whatever it is, um, then maybe you need to get someone in that spot that will lead in that way and show up in that way. Or you can do it yourself and get motivated and get pumped and get in that situation where you can be, you can have that behavior and be that leader that is going to actually set the tone. Otherwise you're going to have a mass exodus at some point. And you're just, it's just going to be a continuous thing of rehiring and rehiring and rehiring. Um, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with, uh, you know, owning and operating the business and having employees. It's one thing. It was just you, it's your attitude. You show up how you want to show up. It should be good. But when you're leading a team, and this also goes for your leaders within your company, showing how you show up is important. And if you're showing up or just halfway there. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, teams are important, man. Teams can really, you know, really make or break your company. And, but, but keep in mind, as you're thinking about this, you're a part of that team. And you can make or break your company by not uh, not being that team player also. And it, it does take a lot of work and it takes a lot of dedication and it takes, it's a, it's a lot of responsibility, but that's the responsibility you take on when you start a business and you start bringing on employees. Um, it's your responsibility and it's a big one. So, um, yeah, teams are important. Um, when you have them in place and you yourself are motivated and everybody's motivated and everything copacetic and, uh, you're really moving the ball. Some of you are in that position currently and you're like, heck yeah, man, it's, it's on. But when things aren't that way, it's tough, right? So uh, 
find some good people. And it, it, uh, I'll tell you right now, in two weeks, Bergflow actually has a training on how, how to find, attract, uh, hire, and retain talent. <clears throat> it's called TAS Talent Acquisition Systems Training. And we've posted stuff about it, <clears throat> uh, spoke about it, PWNA. Um, but it's it's specific. It's not just like, okay, how to hire and how to interview. There's a lot more into it. Like, who are you looking for? for what roles and why, how do you get the talent specifically for that particular role? And there, there are a lot of tools and a lot of knowledge that goes into that. And it's not just a pulse or a resume or whatever. There's, there's a lot that goes into it. And so Birdflow does a two day training live training because, because it's very interactive. This one's going to be in South Lake, Texas. Uh, it's going to be November 9th and 10th. And, um, yeah, you, you need to invest. We talked about like, you got to invest, invest in yourself, invest in like those people that are hiring for you. If, if it's you then come, if, if it's you and someone else, bring them, come to the training and, and learn these skills because I don't know how many of you guys have gone and learned how to hire and how to find them and how to have a talent bench of people waiting to come on board. If you've never done these things, you've never been trained on these things. It's, it's like anything else. If you're bringing someone in your company, you don't train them. How do you expect them to know how to do the job? Um, just like that, just because you can have a conversation with somebody and make sure they have a pulse and, you know, have it, they don't have a felony record or whatever, whatever the, the deal is that you are looking for. There's a lot more that can be involved in it in that hiring process and building your team. So come to the training, uh, go to www.birdflow. That's B E R G F L O W.com backslash T A S. And that's, that's birdflow. So you, you guys all know the www it's birdflow B E R G F L O W.com slash backslash T A S. Um, go there and just look at it. Like just because you show up and take a look at it and read about it, I won't even know you're there. <laughs> so, but go and check it out and see what it's about. Um, and find out for yourself. And, and, and if it's not Berkflow, go check out somebody else's. If they, if there's another one out there that will teach you how to find and, uh, attract and hire and retain talent. <clears throat> if it, Berkflow's you know, not the one, then go find someone else that will teach you that. Um, but it's a great class and so many benefit from it. So many businesses. Uh, so go check it out and, and come. I know it's only two weeks. That's plenty of time. Don't, don't give me that. I've seen people, business owners, lots of people who aren't business owners. It's a two day thing on a Thursday, Friday, doesn't even take the weekend. Okay. Trust me. You to make an excuse that you can't be there. <clears throat> I don't buy it because uh, I could do it right now. I could go on and literally do it right now. Um, get a plane ticket if I needed to or drive or, and, and you're going to be, the training is at the hotel where you're staying. Um, so there's going to be rooms available, but you got to do it quick. You got two weeks and it's filling up. So get on there, get your tickets and check it out. And thanks for listening. I just want to want to say thank you. I want you know 
so grateful for those that do listen and comment. And uh, when I see people and they say they really enjoyed something, that's what it's all about. It's just about getting you guys like some information about business and having those discussions. And even if it's stuff that you know, sometimes, you know, there's like these little nuggets that you can kind of pick up or a reminder. Oftentimes, a lot of the stuff is it's a reminder like, oh, man, you know, kind of slacked on that. I haven't thought about that in a while. That's what this stuff is about. And that's why we listen to this. We're going from point A to point B or whatever it is we're doing while we're working and we're learning and growing together. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, and it's been a pleasure. Make sure you like, subscribe, uh, send it, tell people about it. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. So you can email me or uh, put it in the chat and, and I'll get it. So thank you so much. You've been listening to Under Pressure, where we've been talking about all things business and under pressure. Have a great day.